Deadheads, a supplementary podcast. Hello and welcome to this, the second episode of Deadheads, a supplementary podcast to Dead Air, a horror podcast. So uh, this is the second episode. So if you haven't heard the first one, Please scroll back on your Spotify, search for that one, and click that one because that's a, that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so so just a quick introduction to Deadheads, as we said uh, in the first episode. Um, this is going to be a recurring um, part of our podcast uh, family here at Dead Air, which is basically we have three of our our biggest uh, horror fans on on our Facebook group, and uh, we 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 uh, corral them together uh, for a monthly session where we talk about some of the more uh, recent horror films that came out in the in the last few months or so. And then maybe at the end of the, the year, we'll have a whole wrap-up session where we talk about our favorite horror films of the year and, you know, the, the worst ones. But but for this episode, we're going to be talking about just one film. Um, and uh, before we get to that, um, let's, have, uh, let's have all three of you introduce each other. Uh, so uh, who wants to go first? Hey, everyone. Oh. Uh, I'm Emil. <laughs> Sorry, should I have gone first? No, no. I'm so no. sorry. I'm just <laughs> so excited. You got Anyway, it. sorry. <laughs> I'm Emil and I'm a casual horror fan and an A24 horror fanboy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, who's next on this list? Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm Anthony. Uh, yeah, I can say that I'm a casual horror fan, but... I'm leaning more towards. Sorry, I have to interrupt. The both of you had the weirdest, weirdest definition of casual. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you guys have seen the most horror films on anyone in the group. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, has seen more films than me. Like, casual. I just, I just lie back and watch and not really like <laughs> dive deep into the details. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Uh, I'm sorry I interrupted you, You have horror blog. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> I mean, casual in a sense now, you don't watch all horror films. Probably you only select a few and then chug it all in. So, yeah, I can say that I'm pretty, uh, pretty casual when it comes to watching horror films. But yeah, um, I think Lie. I'm leaning more towards... <laughs> body horror and cosmic horror though so nice. yeah okay very specific i love that uh, you're you're the biggest cronenberg fan i know okay yeah <laughs> now now let's go with uh with our third <clears throat> guest or guest host hi guys um i'm franny and like these two before me i'm also a casual horror <laughs> fan <laughs> with evolving tastes as well like growing up i was into the supernatural psychological horror genre but now it's becoming a bit more perverted because I'm discovering <laughs> a lot of old European cinema. So I'm the horror pervert, the pervert, <laughs> horror tita. Oh, shit, I love it. <laughs> With the pervert. Progressive days right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Friday has it. the collection of horror daddies, by the way. So. Yes. <laughs> It changes. I, I discovered that. I discovered that. Oh no! Every month she has a different daddy. So, yeah. Uh, the, the last one I heard about was uh, was Dexter. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> okay, thank you for introducing yourself, guys. Now let's go to uh, the meat of this episode, which is we're going to be talking about a pretty interesting movie. Uh, and, and when I say interesting, I mean, I really mean interesting. Um, so uh, let's go with uh, Emil. Would you like to uh, tell us uh, what movie we're talking about today? And uh, I guess how you guys came up with, uh, with a choice for, for this one. Yeah, so uh, for today's episode... It's a wild, crazy, and psychedelic immersive experience of a film. And this is Ben Wheaties in the Earth. And I think the best person to really talk about it, introduce us to it, would be Anthony. Because this is his pick for today's episode. <laughs> Boom. Let's hear it. Anthony, what is yeah, it know. about? Um, actually, the movie just came out of the chat room. So we were. I, was, I wasn't really expecting the movie to be discussed in the podcast. I was just expecting... You know, just a casual discussion in the chat room for In the Earth. But yeah, the reason why I recommended the movie is because um, I want to see more fans, uh, you know, um, into Ben Whitley. Because mm. I think most of us here uh, in the Philippines do not know Ben Wheatley that much when it comes yeah. to horror. I think only the hardest of our fans know Ben Wheatley. So I want the hardest of our fans, or do you mean the casual fans like you? <laughs> How do you know Ben Wheatley, Mr. Casual Horror Man? I, I, well, I from I, I watched Kill List, um, which was my first uh, Ben Wheatley horror experience, and it was one of the best horror movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. And then um, I look at his um, filmography, and then I found I discovered um, another horror film, this which is. Um, I feel in England, feel which is another psychedelic experience. And then um, after that, uh, I dug up all of his films and then I discovered um, Sightseers, which is also a good black comedy film. And then I, he also has The High Rise and then Free Fire, which are non-horror films, I say. But yeah, um, probably In the Art is the most interesting among the list because um, it was set during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it's quite relatable to what is happening today. And, um, well, here it is about to, I don't know, it's about a scout ranger and a scientist who ventured mm -hmm. into the deep forest in England, searching for answers uh, amidst the pandemic. And, um, and then weird things happen along the way. Very um, weird. Yeah, <laughs> Super very weird. weird. Very weird. And another interesting fact about this is that three of the main actors were actually in horror films previously. So um, the lead female, Ama, uh, played by Elora Torchera, she was in Midsommar. She was a supporting character. And then um, the other female, uh, Olivia, played by Hayley Squire, she was in... Uh, another British horror film, forgot the name, um, In Fabric. Yeah, she was the lead actress there. And then... Look at this uh, casual fan. Yeah. <laughs> How casual. <laughs> so and then, casual, this fan. <laughs> and then the crazy guy, uh, Zach, played by Reese uh, Shearsmith. I, 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 uh, yeah, Reese Shearsmith. Yeah, he was in uh, Feeling England. He was the lead actor. So, yeah, Ben really knows uh, who to cast in his films. And... Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a pretty immersive experience. And after my first watch, I was like, what the fuck did just happen? I mean, there were a lot of questions though, but yeah, it was a pretty interesting experience to me. It, uh, it's like watching, um, it's like being on, being high without actually consuming 
throughout. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine totally if you're actually it. high um, while watching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, while watching it. Panic um, attack. So, <laughs> yeah. I think I got oh a panic goodness. attack watching it. Yeah, <laughs> without And right? I wasn't high. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Franny, um, are, are you familiar with Ben Wheatley's films? I'm, I'm going to say yeah. myself, I have only seen... I've only seen Kill List and this one. So I am not, I'm not so like uh, exposed to his stuff. How, how about you, Franny? Um, this is my third that I've seen. I've seen High Rise and Kill List. And I really like both because, yeah, I like the, the folk horrorness of Kill List. And I like the brutalist um, set design of High Rise. And they were very, two di- very different movies, but, um, it's nice seeing the tension between the actors, between the characters in in even High Rise. Like it has a horror vibe, even if you wouldn't um, normally classify that film as horror. It has this kind of eeriness in the isolation mm-hmm. of the setting of the movie. Sure. For those who've seen it. Yeah, it was a creepy. This I think dystopian would be the. Yeah, 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 dystopian. Yes, yeah. dystopian thriller kind of. How about you, Emil? Are you, have you been? Have you seen more than three of of Wheatley's film? Uh, no, actually, this is the first time I've um, oh, watched something of Ben Wheatley's. Cool. But Maybe. yeah, after looking at yeah. the film, oh, filmography, I'm excited by mm. Meg too. <laughs> He's going to direct the shark films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited oh. by that. Yeah, it's gonna be brutal. <laughs> Yeah. Did you guys Meg see Rebecca? Do. He also did that pala. Netflix. Uh not a oh, big he did Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He also he also did Rebecca, but that was like the main mainstream version of him. But yeah, like after having watched In the Earth, I'm kinda excited for for Ben Wheatley's future projects because he has he has a, a really uh, good grip on horror elements, especially in this film. And it's just it's, it's very memorable indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I really think, interesting yeah. that uh, Emil has only seen one, Franny has seen four, and Anthony has seen fucking everything. <laughs> it's, it's got a nice, it's, it's got a nice, uh, we've got a nice uh, selection of, uh, of, uh, of people here. Of, uh, yeah. So uh, my, that, I think that's a nice, uh, like, contrasting thing we can do with, with, with uh, what you think of his work now. So we know that Anthony is a massive fan. Um, and I'd really like to compare that to Emil, who is, this is your first time seeing a Ben Wheatley film. So uh, let, let's start with you, Emil. Like, uh, I, I really want, because I mean, like for someone like for Franny or for Anthony, you guys, you guys know, like certain recurring themes, recurring like film language, but this is your first Emil. So how, how was this? Because he's got a very, very distinctive style. I mean, in the, in the two that I've seen, you know what I mean? So, so how, how, how do you like this? Well, for me, I the first thing I noticed was that it was a mishmash of of genres or or horror elements. Uh, there's uh, eco horror with, with the uh, focus on um, nature, with uh, how I guess they're they're there in the forest to investigate the I don't know the connection of how plants talk to each other. I think you may correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. And um, the eco horror comes out when, of course, the characters become. Uh, victims themselves of what's happening around them. And there's also, uh, of course, the, the usual survival horror because we have these two characters who are trying to survive the um, crazy <laughs> pair of scientists hiding out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really, really uh, exciting for me. And there's also folk horror, like what uh, um, Franny mentioned. Um, I forgot the name, 
but it's supposed to be like a uh, 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 um I think Parnas Parnas yeah yeah something uh maybe someone can explain it uh, later but uh it has to do, deal with a full core because uh, Zach one of the scientists was really obsessed about um Parnas Feg and yeah uh, all these elements combined together it 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 really provided uh kind of uh I don't want to say incoherent but yeah. It, it's 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 it, there is, there is a message there uh, with all of these elements put together, but in the end, I don't think that was the point anymore to understand what mm-hmm. it's trying to say. I think mm-hmm. the point was we're we're at the mercy of nature and <laughs> we're gonna be as crazy as as Zach and Doctor Olivia if we try to understand it. Maybe maybe that's my interpretation, but overall, mm-hmm. as a first time uh, viewer of uh in of Ben Wheatley's uh, movie in the Earth. Um, it's 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 memorable. It's crazy, but it's also something that makes you think after watching it. But I, actually, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be watching it again because <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's just uh, I a bit too disorienting for me. But <laughs> yeah. in terms of the yeah, uh, content itself, it maybe um, I can just read up about it again. So yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. So how about you, Anthony? No, because like I know he's like we said earlier, he's got his really distinct. Film, film language, like he's got the quick cuts, he's got the jarring cuts, the really strange framing. Um, you know, uh, remember, like his, it, I always think that image of uh, the stone, um, and then and then the and the circular hole cut through circular it, hole. and then like yeah, yeah. It, so it's got very jarring imagery, jarring editing style, um, and the way he lights things also are very very interesting. Um, so, but you guys, you and Franny, you guys have seen a lot of his stuff. Um, compared to Emil, who this is his first one. How, how do you guys, uh, uh, I guess, uh, rank this in his in his work? Um, I think another uh, interesting concept about Ben Wheatley is that he loves satire and black comedy. So, if you notice, um, yeah, yeah. most of his films there were funny pack things. a lot of yeah. There were yeah. there were darkly Comic funny things. stuff mentioned yes. throughout the film. And I think that's yeah. another uh, that's another standout concept for Ben Whitley. And looking at his pattern of films, um, I think he's starting to he's starting to ver- he's starting to explore his you know outside horror, especially after after In the Earth. I think he's after I think he's going with Meg too. So which is kind of interesting because um, Ben Whitley used to. You know, used to make movies uh, outside of the mainstream stuff, and then now, now he's directing Meg too. So we're we're excited of what will happen. A, but it is the weirdest choice for a director for Meg. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Maybe it's a psychedelic choice. Know what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, and I think um, I feel I think India has comparisons with um, I feel in England. I feel in England. Oh, so, yeah. Although uh, Phil in England has a different execution style. It's more of a period horror film. Um, unlike uh, in the art, it's more of an eco horror film. Uh, but sure, the, yeah. they have similar elements like the, the lines, um, the black comedy. Uh, uh, and then it's, both are pretty gnarly. So that's another Ben Whitley style. Most of his <laughs> films are pretty gnarly when it comes to gore and brutality. How about you, Franny? How do you rate this in his in in his uh well in the ones that you've seen? Um, to be honest, uh, I don't know if it was because I had different expectations about a pandemic movie, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Rebecca, I don't know if Rebecca counts because it still had some horror elements, 
Yeah. So this to to me, Rebecca is the lowest, and then out of what I've seen, obviously, sure. this would be the <laughs> second lowest, and then it would be high rise, and then kill list at the top. It's only because of my expectations of what sure. the story was going to be. Um, I don't know if I was in the right mindset while watching, but I I found myself uh zoning out a bit. Maybe it yeah. was my brain's defense mechanism to all the strobe lights. Because yeah, like if you true. stare if you stare too long, you're gonna get like an epileptic seizure yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. I had to look away a number of times. So God, yeah. It was, it was so in your face, this this yeah. And like the yeah. story, I don't know, it, it seemed like um it was kind of making us gago or something, the right? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. They kept right, like they That's they the whole were, intention of the film. Yeah, like they lost their shoes and stuff. Yeah. But that was the scariest part for me when when they got um drugged by the yeah. by Zach. Zach. Yeah, that, and Zach then, so fun that entire yeah. scene was so fun. That's great. That the chopping the of the feet. For me. Yeah, that was that was so scary. I was really scared because it seemed so sadistic. It, I <laughs> thought it was gonna take that turn, like be a Same. slasher film. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think also the creepiest part was Olivia um, doing the yeah. piano and then the pictures of uh, their other victims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes, that was yes, the creepiest definitely. part for me. Mm-hmm. Seeing the yeah the ritualistic pictures was really fun and scary. Yeah, and absolutely. Another another interesting uh, fact on the movies. I think they mentioned the book um, Hammer of the Witches, which is a very controversial book about witchcraft. I think, oh, it's a I think real it was one. Olivia. Yeah. And it's a real one. So I think it was Olivia mentioned it while during their first meetup with Alma and Martin. Yeah. She mentioned the book, uh, Hammer of the Witches, which is yeah, pretty controversial and interesting book. I say. Why, why is it controversial? Um, well, we all know witchcraft, you know, uh, with today's era and all the satanic panic. Um, because, uh, it, I think the book contains most stuff about um, medieval witchcraft. Nice. So yeah, uh, I I actually haven't read the book, but I've seen. Uh, but I've read you know articles about the book. Yeah. It's a pretty interesting book about witchcraft, and um, the fact that it was mentioned and it was you know it was given focus uh, in one scene of the movie makes it more interesting because. Um, it kind of shows Ben Wheatley's um, expertise as a director. He researches his stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike some directors who just puts in facts, um, useless facts, rather than you know, um, yeah, stuff backs up. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Yeah, he knows when to back it up. Yep. Okay, so we talked. We've talked about Ben Wheatley's style. We've talked about uh, you know how psychedelic the movie is um, and the synopsis and uh, what it's about. Not what it's about. What it's uh, what we think it's the message is. But what's the plot? Plot is like sincerely like boil it down. Like, I mean, like you know, du- let's let's dumb it down. Because that, that, I mean, I, I'm struggling to explain the plot by myself. myself. So maybe you guys have a better way of doing it. Okay. Um, should, okay, should I start? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe I'll start. Yeah. I, I think to me, it's more of humans 
it's more of the human mind creating its own demons. I think the Parnab Fed was more of a myth just to scare people into venturing into the forest. And then, although there were a couple of inexplicable events that happened in the film, especially uh, about their stuff that went missing. Um, and yeah, but I, I guess it's more of uh, the dangers of the human mind, creating paranoia and all. And I think the shroom god was just a trigger event for their mind to disintegrate. And then, although at the end part, it it gets really confusing. Um, <laughs> not sure what happened to Olivia. I think she died out of exhaustion. Actually, because like, so let's, if we, if we broke the plot down into to a, uh, you know, uh, a, B, C, D, E, and we start off with, with two people venturing off into the woods um, to discuss, to, I guess, to research about, about the Plants. strange goings on. Yes. During the <laughs> pandemic. And they meet, mm-hmm. they meet a, a scientist who has kind of barricaded himself in that preserve for, for a really mm-hmm. long time, who's obviously gone crazy. And he captures them and he does some folk rituals and they meet his ex ex-wife. Yeah. Who is also okay, the ex of ex-girlfriend of Who's Martin. also the ex of the other guy. Okay, what yep. happens after that? She turns so, out to be in terms a of skirt. the plot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just talking about act- okay. What happened? Um, I have a hard time was, explaining. <laughs> um, so when they met Olivia, so they met Olivia, she has her own explanation about um, what she was doing. I think mm-hmm. Zach and Olivia have different um, styles about um, how to invoke Parnadfeg. I think um, to Basically, me, Zach was doing... Went, went crazy, right? Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Yeah. Although, according to Olivia, it was Zach who went crazy. But it was actually both of them both of crazy. Them, yeah. yeah, both of them are yep. definitely insane. Um, although uh, Olivia was more doing of a scientific side of it, and then um, Zach was doing more of the occult side of it. I think that's mm-hmm. my two cents. So it's a, it's a mix of occult and science. Um, but uh, the bottom line is that they're using they're using fungi as the as the catalyst. I say, yep. So what <laughs> happens at the end? <laughs> um, yeah, we, can, was, we can go into spoilers. It's fine. What yeah, happens? I've rewatched the film a couple of times, but I, I, I can't really fathom what happens in the end. So yeah, it's like the end um, of 2001. It's just like yeah, psychedelic open, open yeah, interpretation. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the part of Feg myth kind of lost it during the end, and then, and then all, and then it just went pure psychedelia. Uh, during its last sequences. And then I think that's, I think that was the downside of the movie. Um, most, there were, there were a lot of unanswered, unanswered questions to me. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah I, I wish they could have explored more of the Parnang fake part because it was a very interesting concept. I mean, it's the first time that I've heard of Parnang Fagan and I immediately researched it. And then I found out that it was just a made up story in the movie. And then, yeah, I'm not sure if it was really a, there was really a, you know, there was really a folk. There was, re- you know, it was really based on the folklore, but it was just a, it was just a made up story in the movie. But yeah, it wasn't really mentioned uh, at the end. And then, yeah, I think they it's went on trans. Straightforward, because I think 
why I keep asking that question about the plot is because for me, like I've only seen his, I've only seen this one and The Kill List, which was a lot more straightforward in terms of yeah. the storytelling. Um, it, it was very clear, you know, and it had a very very clear ending. Uh, and this one is very, you know, wide open to interpretation. So that's why I guess I'm I'm trying to figure out how to explain it is because it wasn't straightforward. It really was um, kind of like, what do you think? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I mean, is it, is it, because the whole, it, it ends with all these like beautiful jarring images of nature and, and the strobing and everything. It's like, is that supposed to be us going crazy as viewers? <laughs> are we, are we, yeah. are we, uh, you know, were we affected by the, by the forest Pandemic. ourselves. <laughs> Actually, I think that, yeah, that was my interpretation as well. It's so funny because um, throughout the entire film, I started to feel like I was Alma. Like, what the hell am I doing here? I want to just yeah, leave. Yeah, I want to yeah. escape. <laughs> and then eventually… Especially when she, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially when. Sorry. When she, wa- when she was um, placed in that hazmat suit, right? To go yeah. through that whole… Yeah, the storm cloud. She became our POV. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like yes, right. The hell with this! I, think, I just want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was the MVP though. She was the real yeah. MVP. Yeah, she was the Kawawa I mean, one also. Yeah, everyone yeah. was like, I mean, if we're gonna jump into performances, I mean, they were all excellent. Yeah, yeah, they were all incredible. Good. Everyone was incredible. Um, you have to watch Reese Shearsman's performance in A Feel in England. He was awesome. So. It's a he's test Zach. of his he's, acting prowess. Zach. Yeah, Zach. That's Zach. Yeah, yeah he's nice. Yeah. And then also, Haley Squires. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry, going back to what Chris said. Yeah, um, in the end, I think we just succumbed. Like they they did. They succumbed yeah. to the um, nature, I guess, the, the the spores, to the fungi. And I that's think the same. Kind of, yeah, that's the point. That, we, that's how I kind of read it. Yeah, like yeah. no matter how hard we try to explain it, we still can't. And we're just going mm-hmm. to be, we're going to succumb eventually. So I mean, they <laughs> that's actually never explained the actual pandemic, Deba. Right? Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. It was an yeah. actual pandemic. You I'm just sad. mentioned a pandemic. But yes. we never talk yeah. about what it is. Yeah. Maybe what year is the oh. pandemic. Yep. In the start, it sounded, it sounded very much like the COVID pandemic actually yes, was right? like the rubbing yeah. of alcohol. Yeah. So it yeah. was probably meant to the throw protocol. us off, make us expect that we were going to be watching a movie like Contagion. Yeah. So maybe so that's I think, the message. <laughs> I think in I think in the end Olivia and Zach were kind of successful in their doings because I think part of Fed was the mist cloud or you know the the cloud of shroom. I think that's why they were trying to summon. Uh, um, oh, okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, and that's my that's just my own interpretation though. But I could be wrong. I could definitely be wrong. But yeah, I think part of Fed was the uh, interpretation of that whole cloud thing uh, that's, that was giving them, you know, nausea and shit. But yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but I think because at the start of the film, Pine Fig was like a uh, forest deity that was used to tease or to, you know, scare children into going to the woods. So since they were adults, they were unaffected by that fact. So I guess, yeah, I guess... That was it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really confusing at the end. Very confusing. But I think it was, I mean, it was, I think it was obviously confusing on purpose, you know? Like it's yeah, like, it was made on purpose. Know, it's supposed to be confusing. Like what's happening, you know? <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be disorienting. Everything about the film is disorienting. And I think, yeah, that's why that's, that's his genius. Um, um, but what? Uh, yeah. But another interesting thing is that uh, we rarely see films 
we, you know, we rarely see plant-related horror films. I think we've seen the ruins. We have um, that classic Sign. movie. Oh, um, sorry, what is it? Uh, the Happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the happening, happening. Yeah, the Little happening. Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Jumanji. that one. The Little Shop of Horrors. Jumanji. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty interesting concept because you know um, uh, the the thought of getting you know getting consumed Something by plants. Force. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty gnarly concept. And Gaia, I think that's another film. Yeah, Gaia. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Gaia. Watch yeah, 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 yeah. Another. Gaia's a good film too. Yeah, but would you also I consider think, like the body snatchers, or are they more like aliens? But they're more like sports? aliens, though. Yeah, but there uh, are they, spores, though, right? But there are spores, but. Yeah, they, it was more of a, like an alien invasion. I, I, I might have to uh, categorize them with like shivers yeah. or rabbit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Interesting so, concept. Uh, in a, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting movie. That's why I started off uh, introducing it as a very interesting choice because it's it's an interesting movie. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, take it as you will, you know, uh, what, what that means, uh, whatever, whatever, you know. Um, but... Uh, but uh, I think one of the great things that uh, we we really kind of touched on earlier, but I kind of want to expound on, is that uh, some of his sequence are incredible. Um, I mean, for all how for all you know the ambiguity of the film, there are some sequences sequences which are so effective. Like you you were talking, I think Franny about the 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 foot, you know the, the foot the the foot yeah best scene scene right that's that why I messaged you guys <laughs> that was pretty so the scene, disgusting the, the scene is like he's paralyzed or he's he's bound and uh, his foot is um it's infected on the chopping block yeah on the just chopping. playing around with it that's the dark, dark comedy to, aspect of it yeah yeah Zach says he has to Chop, chop up his yeah. Which is which so weird because, like, you can see the infection is on the sole of his foot, and it's like, why are you chopping off the yeah. left toe? Like, it's like, <laughs> and then like he he misses so many times, and yeah, then the tension so is you created, and, then, and that like, makes it more, and that makes it more scary. You know? that's, that's yeah. yeah, that was the scene. scarier part. Like before, it actually got severed. It was scarier yeah. when they were it preparing was, yeah. to do it. Telling him you don't have to do this. It was so yeah. scary. This is an incredible sequence. Um, so, 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 yeah. I mean, like in, in that sense, uh, I mean, I know up when when we say that a film is ambiguous, um, that might turn people off. But I don't think that's what we're saying about this film. I mean, this, this film is incredible. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, it's hard to watch for me. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think about it, but. I found it very difficult to watch, um, but I recognized um, all the, all the talent that was behind the making of the film, um, and uh, and uh, yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it in a really fucked up way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't it's perfect to, to watch it again, still, because yeah. because uh, I find it so much easier to talk about films that have really straightforward plots. This one did not, obviously. So so I, yeah, I, I I'm kind sense. of struggling with my words when I'm talking about this. Film. But how about you guys? Or, or let's let's do a let's do our, our quick quick uh, quick wrap up of uh, okay. of of in the earth before before we head out. So uh, um, let's do it one by one. Um, that was mine, I guess. Um, let's start with uh, Franny. I would love to hear what what, what you have to say. Uh, yeah, words I- for in the earth. I might be the more unpopular opinion side of this conversation because for me, I love the movie not because of the story, but more of 
because of the visuals. Um, like, I really like the desolate feeling of being in the woods and the the feeling of, um, yeah, like being, it's, it's like how we were or still are lost in the pandemic. So it's like a metaphor for um, being lost in the woods, but it's way more beautiful than what we're going through right now. So at the same time, it's also like an escape for us to sort of relate to these people, but at the same time, enjoy that kind of visual treat. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, like, since I'm the unpopular opinion, decidedly, it made me want to watch, it It made me crave watching a real um, pandemic horror film. Like, It Comes at Night. That's what I was comparing it to mm-hmm. in my oh. head. Yeah, that's a good one. Because, yeah. because like, they're in the woods also, also isolated. And I wanted that kind of action about um, something as urgent as a virus um, taking over their lives, something that they're really running from urgently like that. But but at the same time, of course, um, Ben Wheatley was so good, you could feel his distinct flavor in this film. Mm-hmm. And looking forward to seeing more films of his like that. Looking forward to seeing The Meg too. <laughs> the Meg. Yeah. <laughs> It'll probably That's be different. Underwater yeah. shrooms. <laughs> How about you? Thank you for that, uh, Franny. How about you, Emil? Let's end with Anthony. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd like to say that this film may not be for everyone. And it's definitely a very interesting experience uh, for me personally. I enjoyed it casually until the middle part <laughs> of the film. But then when, once, once you get to the latter part where uh, they get deep into the woods, into the, all the shrooms and Parnag Feg, uh, just try your best not to understand it anymore and just go along with it. Like what Fanny said, just uh, immerse yourself with the, uh, the, the, the visual and, and uh, auditory barrage. And at the end of the film, just, I don't know, <laughs> think about nature in, in <laughs> nature itself and Nature's how… We're at the mercy of nature. So that that's for me, yeah. Love it. Thank you, Emil. And now let's end with uh, with Anthony. What are your what's your, well, what are your final words on in the earth? Um truthfully, um yeah, I, I have to place it in the middle of the list when it comes to Ben Wheatley's films. Kills is still the best film to me. And then followed by either Sightseer or so or a film in England. Um, it's uh, I think India is a pretty divisive movie. Um to those who have watched or it's to those who have knowledge of Ben Whitty's films, it's definitely a positively immersive experience. But to those who are not familiar with these films, this could spell trouble, you know? Um, because to those who are not familiar with this stuff might find the film confusing. Or to those who are not familiar with this shroom style might find the film rather, what the fuck? What the fuck am I watching? You know, what the shit is this? <laughs> so yeah, to me, it's it's a pretty divisive film. All, although it's it's kind of the opposite of what I felt when I watched Wrong Turn. The, you know, Wrong Turn 2021. So, you know, um, we kind of associate a film with the other films. And then when we compare it, it becomes lackluster. Well, right. this one, okay. yeah, it was, the, it was the exact opposite of what we perceive. So um, we actually liked the film because it was associated with a director. But as a standalone movie, or let's say if for someone who have not watched any of his films, then this could definitely be a mess. Mm. 
Interesting. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, wow. That was a that was a fun discussion. Um, thank you guys. Um, yeah, that was yeah. a that, that movie was a was was an experience. Um, and, it certainly uh, was. <laughs> it certainly was. And uh, yeah, so that, that was uh, that was fun going through that uh, with with the three of you. Um, and yeah, so so that is uh, that's our episode two of Deadheads. Wow! Um, <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> two episodes in, I'm really excited for our third our third episode. Um, if we go ahead with the choice that uh, we kind of uh, pushed. Wait, for. do we already have a choice? choice? Is it a classic choice now? Except the classic yeah, horror story. Uh, yeah, but hey, we're, we can't. Oh well, we it could be your it. choice. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, talk we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it yet. But okay, yeah, if okay. we go go through with uh, with Franny's choice. Uh, I think episode three is going to be really interesting too. Uh, oh so, yeah. no! <laughs> but my choices aren't out yet, Ate. Like, yeah, uh, they've been postponing shit. Then pick a perverted horror film, Franny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Pero it's going it to be a fun choice. Yeah. Sana nga Benedetta pwede. That's the one. That's <laughs> the one. I'm so thinking. excited. Oh, I hope we get that's, this. I hope we get this. That's what that. I was referring to. I mean, can we? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, but I yeah. mean, who cares? We make the rules. <laughs> exactly. This is this is exactly. your show. Uh, we make the rules. You guys make the rules. So so yeah. So uh, yeah. So stay, stay tuned for uh, episode three of Deadheads yeah, coming in a month. Yay. And thank you guys, and we'll see you next time. Yes, Thanks, thank you guys. also for having us. Thanks. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I hate this.